Well, we hope you didn't miss it. The first ever B&B bonus was this past Tuesday. And if you didn't hear it, just go on ahead back there and check it out. It's about furries and rumors going around in our hometown in a, in a county that's right beside us. We just had fun with it because I think it's a hilarious story. But I'm glad you're here. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. Joining right here beside me, as usual, is the perspiring patriot herself <laughs> with boots on the ground in the real world. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, you are. Well, thank you. I do sweat a lot. You do. <laughs> it's fine. It is fine. So how's everything going? It's going good. We've had a great week. Busy week. Yes. Are every- we tired of this weather? Oh, so tired. It's like the winter that never ends. So here in southeastern Illinois, I wake up this morning to 36 degrees, a brisk north wind, and cold rain. It is cold. Your real quick farming update is over. Because <laughs> nothing's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Not even spray. I don't even know if you'll get the the plants in the ground hey i somebody just uh text me today just wondering hey you think we'll even plant anything in april <laughs> i don't know i doubt it God. we do have some shout outs we've got um we, it's been a while since i've done any shout outs so i want to run through this list of yes peeps. let's hear some yeah. of the people that has uh has got a hold of us via yeah. email at bushels and barrels one at gmail.com yes and please do let us know how we're doing or not or tell us how bad or, we're doing yeah or tell us how much we <laughs> suck i mean i want to hear that if you really think that i want to hear it that way yeah. i can uh tell you to go to hell and turn the radio off yeah okay ethan from southeast missouri ryan southeast nebraska jeff from indiana cody from northern utah jesse burke mike mitchell uh, matt matt uh, he sent a pretty funny meme of a few weeks ago dan van wink out of iowa caleb zimmer john gutman and kyle gardner kyle actually requested an update a specific update on the starlink and um i will tell you i had to mow the yard this past week and we had to i moved the starlink satellite from the yard <laughs> to the landscape so it is next to the house right next to the house on the north side on of the, the north house. Si- yes so even with it being that close to the house we have a quote outage or disconnect every 15 seconds that's not terrible. It's only for two seconds at a time. How far do you think the receiver is that's pointed towards the sky from the house? On the north side, that's so important, on the north side of the house. Five three, foot? Three. Three foot? Three foot, yeah. Three foot. Isn't that funny the way you could get it on the south side of the house? You could take it 40 foot away from the side from and the south get, side of the house yeah. and not get it. Yeah. But then you put it on the north side. So that tells you that the satellites in space are oriented to the north of southeast well, of Illinois. Well, uh, ours is anyways, the one that we're connecting to. So Kyle was asking about MBPS. And I'm going to guess that stands for megabits per second. Probably. So normally when it was sitting out in the middle of the field, we were getting 150 at any, I mean, it goes higher than that and it goes a little bit lower than that at any given time. When it's sitting right next to the house, we're getting 80 and um, the iPhone to the router is getting 412. So if that gives you any kind of... If you know what that means, then it means a lot to you. If it doesn't, then just ignore that segment. <laughs> so Basically, we watch internet TV uninter- uninterrupted. Yes, even with it sitting right next to the house. Yeah. So yeah. And, and to note, you need a clear view of the sky, period. Right. You can't be like surrounded by a bunch of trees right next to your house and think you're going to get sick. But I, I think it's more oriented towards the north. Ours is for sure, honey. I, I think just... all of them are. Okay. Well, we don't know that. 
We only have I, one. I've told you, I, I, I would love to unhook this and take it to somebody else's house. <laughs> You're not going to be able to get it somewhere else's house because it is on our GPS location. We are going to try this, folks. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unhook this a- from our house. I'm going to drive 30 miles away and hook it up, and I bet it still works. Don't think so. We remember DirecTV mm-hmm. setting up your satellite dish. You probably never had to do that, did you? No. Uh, yeah, one time. Yeah. I used to set up satellite dishes for DirecTV for myself, my friends, stuff uh-huh. like that. We had to do that in Carbondale in college, actually. Okay. And all I did was I took the satellite dish off my mom and dad's house, mm-hmm. took it down to Carbondale, to hooked the it right up. All yeah. I had to do is point it towards the satellite. I'm pretty sure this is the same thing with this. Maybe we'll do that on this rainy, cold day. <laughs> I prefer to do it when it's a little bit warmer outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyways so thanks for emailing and and reaching out we appreciate all the emails um i think there were a few that you wanted to actually talk about weren't there yeah but real quick before we get that far how is the bushels and barrels telegram page coming along we have get ready 18 followers 18 followers (laughs) we're getting there yeah i share some pretty funny things i share some sound clips i share articles um a lot of articles on election election integrity if you want to get on there and look at it um reach out to me if you have any questions on how to use the app it can be a little bit confusing at first i set up my girlfriend holly uh holly and katie's this past weekend so uh it was it's pretty easy but you got to know what you're doing too it's it's just kind of it's a difficult app sure yeah sure so all right you ready to go yeah first bit of news okay that is right my friends it is a furries update (laughs) this is the furries theme song for every furries update we will ever have will be ted nugent cat scratch fever listen to this guitar I wonder how many people right now are like, um, can you just not talk anymore and just and play, play the song? song. <laughs> I'm kind of that way right now. <laughs> so the New York Times wants you to believe that any parents who believe in this furries thing that's even real. Well, give an update because I think we've only had like 100 people listen to that bonus. So the update is actually there was this article coming out. The whole mainstream media is talking about the furries and the kids in the school dressing up like animals. And then we did a little snippet on... So you want me to go over what we talked about on Tuesday? Yeah, just a brief overview. Well, the reason that we did the update is because I had been getting text messages from multiple people in our community asking if there's litter boxes in the bathrooms of our schools. (laughs) And, you know, I I laughed at the first one. I was like, no. Yeah. Well, then like three more people called me. One of these people is like a great grandma that called me and asked me. So it's not like these people are all in the same group. Mm -hmm. It's different people from different demographics in our communities calling. So I was like, well, what the hell is this about? I, conf- I, I I made a phone call. I confirmed, no, there is no litter boxes in any bathroom in our school district. But it prompted me to start doing some research. It's like, where is this coming from? Mm. So whenever I did, first thing that showed up, the day before, the New York Times did an article about furries and about ultimately how stupid conservatives are for believing that kids are kids or parents are requesting litter boxes in bathrooms of schools for kids who identify as an animal. <laughs> so I'm laughing about this. Then I read it and the, and, the, and basically the New York times is saying, you're an idiot for believing this. Mm-hmm. Well, then you keep Googling it and you can find stories of where it's happening. Not necessarily Google, not Google, <laughs> but, duck, duck, go or yeah, wherever. Yeah. Brave. However, mm, but yeah. anyway, so then since New York times said, this is not happening. 
it automatically made me know it's got to be happening. (laughs) I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop was not happening, according to the New York Times two years ago. And then now suddenly they blow him back up. Yes. Or blow him up to begin with. Yeah. But anyway, so made this little blurb, the B&B bonus number one, uh, completely unannounced. So watch out for those. Those will come once in a while. So after we did the B&B bonus number one, we had a... Listener, email us at bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com. Says, hey, Ryan and Jessica, I just finished listening to the podcast about furries. I just want to let you guys know that, yes, there are schools with litter boxes in the bathrooms. A school district here in my county in southeast Missouri had a high school student who dropped her pants in middle of the hallway and peed on the floor. The reason why was because there was not a litter box in the bathroom like she has at home. My gosh. But instead of her getting in trouble for peeing on the floor in the middle of a hallway in front of other kids, the kids' parents went to the school board and the leaders of the school board, to the leaders of the school board, and threw a fit about there not being a litter box. And guess what? They listened to the parents and now have litter boxes in bathrooms. I was dumbfounded on how this kind of stuff is happening. I have two young children, and I worry about what kind of crap they are going to have to deal with in school as they get older mm-hmm. literal crap <laughs> that is <laughs> literal feces <laughs> yeah so i just so that's one account of this actually happening so, but that is the that is a real story from yeah. a real person uh mm-hmm. with boots on the ground in the real world mm-hmm. reporting about this this stupid furry stuff and the, you sent me a bunch of pictures of the these people dressed up as cats and dogs. Yeah. And- so it, these children are are wearing are wearing the ears to school. They're wearing tails, whatever. And then you look up the um, convention, and you know the the articles about furries and what the phenomenon is, and what the subculture of people are, and what they stand for, and the stuff. And they say to actually say that this is like a sexualized thing is is untrue. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If you look at these things these uh, outfits that these people wear it is a fantasy brought on by a, a nor like a, a full-size human-sized costume and it is totally sexualized the the there's breast on cats and wolves and and I'm talking like big <laughs> imaginary like it can't I believe that this is stemmed from anime which are or anime cartoons uh, comics and because they have some pretty sexualized comics out there and um, this is this it is disgusting <laughs> it's just a perverted view of sex and not not um, something that's supposed to be so well, special <laughs> some of these furries the, the costumes are wearing are, thongs yep um. S&M garb Yes, you know, like the the chains, the choke chains is like their their cat or dog right. collar, whatever they're dressed right. up as, um, all kinds of all kinds of stuff. So, so anyway, there's your furries update. Yeah, it's just it looks to me like a very disgusting trend of mm-hmm. yet again somebody identifying as something they are not. Not just, only that, if you go into like go try to buy one of these furry costumes, all of these people that have on these costumes, oh, this one's for sale. They're like on a bed like i don't know how you can say it's not a sexualized thing <laughs> so right they're on a bed like, right on a bed. anyways yeah All this, right. is, this is it, it's just a disgusting view and and for people to think that it's not a, a sexualized thing they just say oh that kid's going through a phase whatever i think they really need to dig down deep into 
into what it, the meanings behind these things and actually look up, you know, that's kind of how, <laughs> it's just kind of how it is. It's a slow fade. It, it's an introduction into something and it's based off of a bigger agenda. And then you well, yeah. think that cat ears is not hurting anybody, but then you actually look at the movement of furries and it's this whole disgusting thing. Well, There's actually HIV it, testing at the conventions. Like why would you need HIV testing at a family friendly convention? Can dogs and cats get HIV? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if they identify as one. I, yeah. Well, the furries, you mean like the actual humans? I, I'm, I'm kind of so joking confused. here. <laughs> Just totally joking. Yeah. But yes. you know what? It's kind of you're you're exactly right. If you remember last week's podcast, we talked about drag queens and what they mm-hmm. were whenever we were kids. Mm-hmm. We just thought they were cross dressers dressing up like a girl just to be funny. Yeah, and yeah. that's I'm sure that's exactly the way they wanted us to think in the beginning. Right, and now and to now, begin to accept it, and now the agenda is to accept it. Yeah, so and here that, we go. Yeah, and that brings me to a conversation about religion. I I was speaking to my girlfriends Holly and Katie, and um, we were talking about. See, you're Catholic, Ryan, right? Yes, and I was brought up brought up no longer practicing Southern Baptist, but <laughs> I was brought up Southern Baptist. Catholicism and Southern Baptist people are like opposite, right? <laughs> I'm not real familiar with Southern Baptists, but I would assume you're right. Yeah, I mean, you went into a Baptist church at one point in time, didn't you? Uh, and you left there and you felt beat down, like you felt just yes, that ter- is true. Terrible. Yeah, about- I felt like a horrible person. Yeah, well, that's the way that I was. That's the tr- those are the churches that I was brought up in. Yeah, and um, what I found funny and in, in our conversation led into well, why can't we be accepting of other religions? Because religion. In itself, religion is man-made. It's not based off of the Bible or... I, I mean, and, and the, theologians will go back and say, well, yes, it is, and here's my proof to blah, 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 blah. I'm not here to argue with anybody, and you can come at me in the email, whatever you want to do. I'm just saying, why didn't we promote more love towards other religions and acceptance versus, um, like, you know, Baptists in the South, you typically didn't hang out with the Catholics because... You know, they drink on Saturday nights, and Baptists typically don't drink. Oh, it's more than Saturday night. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, you know, that's just, that's kind of how I grew up, and like, uh, and I'm not saying that my parents ever talked bad about, you know, Catholics or whatever. I mean, my dad was raised Pentecostal. That's a totally different religion. I don't know much about it. They have different thought processes and belief systems and and lots of tradition in the, in the, I mean, Catholics have lots of tradition, lots of tradition. Oh, yeah. And like, um... I don't know that Baptists necessarily do. I don't have, like I said, I can't speak for any Baptists Mm -hmm. at all. Just about as well as I can't speak for Pentecostals or Lutherans or anybody. I I really can't. I'm I'm a Catholic. I know what we believe as Catholics. Mm -hmm. Here's here's what I kind of think about it all. Mm -hmm. We're all Christians. Yeah. And I think that's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And my point, I mean, when, when my mom and I went to Israel, we traveled to Israel and I told her, I came back and I told Ryan, I would never, ever go back to Israel only because the amount of religion that was there and the hatred towards the people who didn't believe like them. And that's extremely hard to witness and watch. I mean, there was a guy who was murdered a hundred yards away from us in old town, Jerusalem. And that was, oh, that was, ooh, like goodness. Why was he murdered? Do you know? Because he was not, he was not of the same religion. Now, whenever you say religion, are you mm-hmm. talking about different denominations of uh, Christians? Are you talking about like Christians as compared to Hindus, as compared to Buddhists, uh, as compared to I'm Islam? I'm talking about Jesus as Savior and Lord and the, the religions like 
I don't know necessarily what a Muslim believes, but I know Jewish people, they believe in the Bible. Yes, but they don't believe that Jesus, Jesus was the son of God. Right, and right. the Savior. So they they have, that's a that's a religion to me. Okay. Yeah. So like Catholicism is, is, a, is a religion, you know, Presbyterian. Sure. Lutheran. Sure. Okay. Methodist. Okay. So you're, you're merely talking about different divisions within Christianity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And here's what I think. I don't think that God sits down here and judges you and puts you through all of these terrible things that life is throwing at you. I don't think that's God's position. I think God wants good for all of his people. And if you accept him as Jesus Christ, um, that he has those, you just have to tap into them personally. And I think, I honestly think that preachers and religion gets in the way of, of us tapping into that. So that's my, that's my viewpoint. And, and I don't know why we're not more, um, respectful to other religions, you know? Okay. You say that I'm Mm -hmm. a Catholic, but I don't think any less of somebody that's a Protestant or a Lutheran or, or, Okay. Or Baptist. Well, let me tell you something. So I've been mailed certain certain pieces of information, like to join the Catholic Church, but you have to go through all of these courses and stuff. But never once did that person ask me, what did I believe in? Do I believe that Jesus is Lord and Savior of this world? Do I believe that he's the Son of God, um, that he rose on the third day? You know, no, no one asked me, or this person that sent me this information in the mail to become a Catholic multiple times, like I, I, I was never asked, like... They just believe because I'm not a Catholic that I don't believe what they believe, which is the wrong way. Does that make sense? I don't know. I just think they're inviting you to the parties. All I think they're doing. I don't okay. think they're questioning what you believe or don't believe. Okay, but there was never that conversation. No, that's what. I, yeah. So I, I just like it's not popular to talk about religion. It never has been. No. So, and now we're talking about it. <laughs> but anyway, that's my that's my point of view on it. We had a great conversation about what, how. What was what were what were. Uh, your friends take on it all so so in the in the past there have been in my perception of what um katie and i really dug into this like holy cow there was a there was a pastor that maybe have they've had um inappropriate relations and then the church actually shunned that person instead of supporting that person and saying okay this is how we work through this as a church as a church body as a church family a brother in christ a sister in christ you know this is how we go forward with it they completely shunned him and shut him off and doxed him from their church and she said you know that put it that puts a bad taste in my mouth well about it that is circumstantial that all depends on what the circumstance is sure did a preacher sure. cheat on his wife? You know, because obviously, being a Catholic, the priest cannot get married. But I think in uh, in many other of the denominations of Christians, mm-hmm. the the preacher of your church can be married. Like in a Baptist, I think the Baptist preacher can be married, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, what did the preacher actually do? Uh, molest a little boy or no, cheat no. on his wife? I think it might have been an affair. I think it was more towards an affair. Well, yeah. I, you know what? If you're going to dox, if you're going to kick somebody out of, of your church because of an affair, although it's wrong, mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. That's And I think that's God didn't kick you out of heaven for doing that. I think the reaction to the situation, the church's reaction to the situation was a big, big turnoff because all they do is preach love and and, and doing the, the godly thing, the Christian thing, and then they completely... They turn, I mean, like the door is shut, dude. Sorry, you can't come back. We're not going to work through this. You're going to have to do it on your own. Now, did they kick him out of the congregation, like the church in general? I don't know the details. I don't know all of the super 
super details. Well, I mean, these details are important. Well, yeah. I mean, if they just remove him from being a preacher or there's some sort of uh, punishment for that, uh-huh. you know, I, I don't even know how to handle I don't, it. I don't know. what I would have to hear that, mm-hmm. the whole circumstance of it, to decide if there should be any punishment. All I know is I'm a sinner. Sure. Yeah, me too. Bad sinner. Me too. Mm-hmm. I've done I, I've done some really stupid stuff that I'm sure that my the congregation of my church would look at me and go, that wasn't a good thing to do. But the thing I know is every single person sitting in that con- congregation is also a sinner. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in a way, I'm not going to put up with your shit oh, because, okay. well, I, I'm serious. Yeah. Because you're just as much a sinner as I am. We were all born with original sin. Yes. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Yes. And, you know, I don't want to hear it from you that I was a bad person. That's between me and God. Absolutely. I own it. The stuff that I've done that's bad, I own. Mm -hmm. I don't, doesn't mean I want to share it with everybody. It doesn't mean I want to talk about Mm -hmm. it. And I guess that's my point is that, you know, that's between, that personal relationship is between you and God. And do I believe that church fellowship is important? Absolutely. But do I believe that just because you're a Catholic or just because you're a Baptist or a Presbyterian or or non-denominational, whatever, that you're any better? No, it's none of my business. It's your personal relationship personal relationship right and, so and we all know that jesus hung out with the sinners yes absolutely so yeah. therefore he would have hung out with this preacher mm-hmm. that we're talking about mm-hmm. he would have okay mm-hmm. so for all of you guys out there that's not catholic you make your jokes about the catholic priests <laughs> like to mess around with little boys even though there's uh, just not hardly any that does does it it's just know. the ones that do yeah i mean obviously they get blown up for this very reason, and right they should, here. as they exactly. should. If they yeah. if 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 a priest messes with a little boy, that priest ought to be kicked out of being able to be a priest. I, I mean, that's end of story. Mm-hmm. It, because shit, he ought to go to jail if you want to know the truth. Absolutely. I mean, it's disgusting. Anyway. But Jesus would hang around with that priest afterwards, mm-hmm. not condone what he did, mm-hmm. but say, "Hey, that was not the way to go." But God loves you. Yeah. He's still here for you. He loves you just as much as the priest who didn't you repent. Can, yeah, you can be forgiven. Change your ways. Mm-hmm. You still go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, that's that's the way I believe. Good conversation there. Yeah. we ha- I mean, I, it, it struck a, a chord inside of me because that's. I think that's what turned me off to the church. When I was in high school, my mom and dad were asked not to come back to a church and i'm like what in the world why there not are, yeah see there are churches like that and I, so I, <laughs> I i don't believe that that is what god actually would do and so i think that politics are brought into churches i think these mega churches are some some might have um nefarious you know agendas behind them and and you know there's another i mean there was another conversation that was brought up. Well, um, this guy who was in the union, who was over, he was a representative or whatever in the union, you know, encouraged the guys to go to church, but it had to be his church. See that, (laughs) that surprises me. None coming from a union leader. (laughs) But at the same time, like that's how, that's kind of how people get introduced into a religion or church in general. And I, I just, (sighs) well, the good thing is with freedom of religion, while we still have it, yeah, you can get the hell out of those churches and find one that you like. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to go to church. I I, I personally do. Do I think that's Mm going to be your ticket to getting heaven? getting to heaven no i don't Mm -hmm. i i know of people who have passed on to the next world already that never went to church and i personally believe they are sitting to the right or left hand of god right now Mm -hmm. but they're up there in heaven Mm -hmm. and i can never remember seeing some of these people in church except for maybe a wedding or something 
but definitely not a every Sunday churchgoer. Yeah. Yeah. And I love them dearly and on earth. They were great people. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't their forte to go to church. Now, was that the way they were raised or is that something they chose later on in life? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think that's ultimately the ticket to getting to, getting to yeah. heaven. Yeah. And I just think if we are, as Christians, if we are condemning people for, for not going to church, like you just said, or, um, for not being that, you know, believing that or whatever, I don't think that we should be upset with them or feel like we can't, you know, converse with them or be loving towards them. Of course. So that's just my, that's my thing. And I think some people are so stuck in those ways and that's an old school way of doing things. And you know what? A part of this move that, that we're, we're going through this awakening part, I guess, this wokeness and awakeness um, that our country's going through. I think a lot of people are, are seeing that, that it, you know, God's, this isn't what God wants for, for his children and for, for people. He wants people to be saved and know that Jesus is Christ and there is another way. Sure. You know? Sure. But let me let me make sure I make this clear. There's only one way to heaven and that's through Jesus Christ. Sure. So, um, that's what I believe. So. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a great conversation right there. Yeah. Good peace. Yeah, okay. Where do you, where do you okay. want to go next? You want to get into some news? Sure. What part? Well, <laughs> I feel like there's so much going on these days. It's tough to It's tough to even keep up. So did you hear this montage about Donald Trump? Yes. Would you like to hear it again? Do you know that I just have this this thought? It's a it comes often, the thought that there is a plan because Trump keeps saying there is some plan out there, and like I think something is working. Something Behind is the going scene somewhere. Something is going on, and I know people are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, she's going to go into the conspiracy theory." No, I'm not. I just want you to just I don't know. Let's oh, play this montage. Okay. okay. You, you say what you think about it. I'll say what I think about it. Okay. Okay? All right. Now, here we go. We have got a problem because three years is a long time. Look, they have destroyed our country in one year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get three more years. They rig an election. They're going to get another three more years. Why can't, after we win back the House, you become Speaker of the House, even for a short period, just until we can inve- open investigations against Biden and the Biden crime family? Well, I think a lot of things are happening and a lot of very positive things are happening. And, you know, when you look into the future, and that was your idea. I heard it from you first. I don't know. It certainly has been going around. And frankly, I hope we don't need it, because what should happen is uh, what the plan that we're on now, and I think a plan that's going to make people very, very happy, will be announcing sometime later. And that's really what should happen. We're going to come back. We're going to come back strong. We'll be bigger and better and stronger than ever before. Something's going to happen. The election was rigged. They've undone some of it, not all of it. They'll never be able to do all of it because we'll be acting long before they can do all of it. Because we'll be acting long before they can do all of it. There you go. So there'll be, there's, you listen to stuff like that, then you have to decide what does he mean. And in my opinion, he's merely talking about running again in 2024. Okay. I don't think that anything is going to be reversed. I don't think that Biden's going to get thrown out of office. I think some of the big things that are happening is is Donald Trump endorsing uh, people, conservatives mm-hmm. in primaries throughout the nation mm. to try to get them into Congress. Okay. So at least we can make it so Biden can't do anything more. Right. 
right. uh, at least legally. I guess yeah. his pen and phone, just but like see, Obama's, works very well for executive orders. Well, but he wasn't like an elected president, so it's all it's all fictitious in my view. Okay, go uh, elaborate. Well, he wasn't. I see Trump comes out and in his rallies and in his interviews and and most recently within the last month and month or two last two months he has came out and said if you steal diamonds from Tiffany's you have to give them back you don't just get if you are caught you have to give them back you have to tell them where you put them and you have to give them back and he's saying if you stole the election and you were caught you have to give up your seat you are not rightfully there so what's that mean that Trump to me to me I think that everything that Biden has done is not is not a real thing only because he keeps saying we have a plan and and the plan is is that we are going to be announcing it soon and then he goes off into a sentence that doesn't make any sense other than this plan and he has referred to it many many times so so you think the plan is something that we don't know about as to where i think the plan is run in 2024 and endorse every single candidate you possibly can for 2022 that you would like to see in congress yes because if there's this plan out there and then he he says immediately after that if you steal some diamonds you have to return them sure so then he refers back to the plan we have a plan people are going to be very happy so in my opinion that means there is something going on and uh we don't know what it is Okay, I, I'm i going to go along with you here just for the sake of conversation. <laughs> I know you might think that I'm crazy and other people might think that I'm crazy, but it he says it so much. So it's like you, he's just saying it out there and people aren't taking him serious. So yes or no, so. do you think there's a chance that Joe Biden is going to be unseated from presidency and then Trump put in the Oval Office, let's just say, for, for fun's sake, Four months from now. I have no idea. Do you think it's possible? Yes or no? I don't know. And if if he did, does, does that count as Trump's second term? Would he be able to run again in 2024? Because he wouldn't have had a full term in, in between 2020 and 2024. I don't know. See, that's, this opens up so many questions. I don't the, think this would ever here's happen. Here's the thing. This has never happened in our country where they have caught all of them. Yeah, right. And I know that there's a lot of uh, investigation still going on, like really heated up right now. So you have, so you have these executive orders saying, you know, cyber, cyber security, cyber interference. We, you know, we are going to. I mean, he used wartime terms in um, November, right before November, and after the election, he used wartime terms in his ele- his uh, executive orders. So to me, I'm going. Wait a second. That sounds a little bit odd. Um, odd as in this has never happened in our country before and then like boom there's an inauguration of a fake president sure not only that there are many posts about joe biden's fake press room i i i I don't understand it i i I don't don't either it it doesn't make any sense to me because there was not once that kaylee mcenany was up on stage and we were like oh my gosh that's a fake press conference (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, right. So, and then he has just destroyed this country in a year, in a year's time. You well, know, that, that's a liberal for you. Well. Especially whenever you have the woke-ass, extreme left-wing communist socialist liberals in control, yeah. you know, pulling all the strings. Joe is just a puppet. Yeah. You know, every time he gets on stage, it's, well, uh, I was told by my people I can't take questions. Today. You're president of the United States. You can do whatever the hell you want. But he's got dementia. So, no, he can't take questions. That's why this is so laughable. 
This is so laughable. And the fact that people are like, well, the election wasn't stolen. Well, then you haven't done your own research to actually look at the footage, at the videos. Yeah, at all anybody of the- that says the election wasn't tampered with, I, yeah. they obviously, they have a huge agenda and have their eyes purposely shut. Well, I have to question their ability to critically think because you have to be able to look and make decisions on your own. Right. So that's, um. but getting back to, back to Trump, he was... <laughs> the best president that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Me too. And um, I think that it gets lost in this whole, you know, well, he's just a narcissist and thinks that he's just, he just doesn't stink or whatever. And you know what? He just tells it how it is. He does. And people don't like that. No, they don't. That's why people society, don't like me. Some people don't like me for that reason. Because our society has said, well, you're being politically incorrect. You need to be more humble you can't be mean or you can't tell a funny joke because it might hurt somebody's feelings. Right. Yeah. You, you know, he dropped the F-bomb at one of his latest rallies. <laughs> I mean, he, well, our cousin Kent, he's around Trump a lot. Uh-huh. And he says whenever Trump's sitting there, if he grabs a microphone impromptu somewhere at a hotel yeah. or resort or something, uh-huh. just to give some quick remarks, he, he can, talks like me. Yeah. Yeah, and he, I drop F-bombs every single day. Not regularly, not every other word, but within our conversations, yeah. I say the F-word. Yeah, I say shit damn piss hell. And- okay. okay. <laughs> you saw one of those emails sent two beautiful babies, a picture of two beautiful boys listening to your podcast. And I'm like, oh, it's got to do something to your heartstrings. And you shouldn't curse for those kids. <laughs> Because they're listening. This is an adult program, and maybe to that father, it is Mm -hmm. more important for his kids to hear what's really going on in the real world than to have earmuffs on and everything's happy. And and, I shouldn't say happy. The the world still is happy. Yeah. I am a happy person. You turn off the TV and it is Like I've said, you just go visit your neighbors. You're back to being happy again. (laughs) Right. But maybe he wants his kids to hear some truth. I get that. Hear conservatism. Mm -hmm. This is what a confident alpha male looks like or sounds like. Yeah, we ain't beta around here. No, you're not. But no, I wanted to talk about Trump's accomplishments because I know that there's a lot of people who kind of just get tired. Well, number one, they've never been into politics until now. Number two, they don't know what to do. They didn't pay attention during Trump's. All they know is life was good during Trump's. uh, Well, well, and listen, we're a year into Biden now, year and a half. Yeah. And it is easy to forget what the last president did, especially since no one in the news ever talks about it anymore. Yeah, so well, go I'm, out. run I'm down gonna, some of that. I am going to sound like a uh, maybe a Sean Hannity broken record because it's going to be just talking points. But I am going to give you this list, and um, it might blow your mind. You may have never heard of this, and some of you who have been listening to talk radio may say, "Oh my gosh, get on with it!" So just bear with me. We all know that I'm not a, a good reader. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so uh, Trump's accomplishments, and you can find this on the archives uh, if you go back and look. Seven million new jobs, seven million people off of food stamps, record stock market numbers, tax tax cuts and jobs act. It was a tax reform on the middle class Americans. Doubled the checks. I'm sorry. Doubled the child tax credit from one thousand to two thousand a year. Cut business tax. Um, from 35% to 21%. That's corporate tax. Mm -hmm. Deregulation eliminated eight old regulations for every one new one they created. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Ended NAFTA and created the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Agreement. And uh, that, that protects 
U.S. manufacturers, automakers, farmers and dairies, dairy workers and workers in general, lifted ban on American produce and American pork. Um, first time in 70 years the U.S. was a net exporter. Paid family leave. Of oil. Uh, of energy, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. First time. Let me do That's that one again. That's very important. First time in 70 years U.S. was a net exporter of energy. That is huge. Yes. Paid family leave tax credit signed into law that enables parents to withdraw 5000 from their retirement account without penalty to adopt a child or give birth. Now, that is awesome. It's huge. It's so, huge. Do you know if that is per year or total? That would be per kid. Per so, kid per year? I would have to look into it. We need to look that up yeah. because that's very 5, interesting. Okay. He eliminated Obamacare and the individual mandate. Remember, people were mandated, and if they didn't have Obamacare or some qualifying medical uh, insurance plan, they were paid six hundred. They had to pay six hundred, seven hundred dollars. He didn't. He did not eliminate Obamacare. It's still in. It's still in effect. The individual mandate. The individual mandate. He did. Yeah, and okay. he eliminated the mandate of Obamacare. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, the way you read that is made okay. it sound like. He eliminated Obamacare. Paul Ryan wouldn't let him do that. Ugh, Paul Ryan. Ugh. Can't stand that guy either. No. So he lugged, uh, lowered drug prices. He had the right to try for termini- terminally ill patients. He confirmed and nominated 230 federal judges. Do you know how many Obama nominated? No. Eight. Wow. In eight years. And in four years, he nominated and confirmed sure. 230. He built 400 miles of the wall, ended the catch and release for illegal immigrants, fully enforced, implement, implemented, and expedited the removal of illegal aliens, recognized Jerusalem as Israel's real capital, rebuilt the U.S. military. He also gave <clears throat> servicemen members three pay increases. He created Space Force. Veterans can actually choose their private doctor in their own community if they want to, instead of going to a VA. Established a task force to help combat the tragedy of missing and murdered Native American women and girls. Created the first ever White House position on combating human trafficking. He stopped the Johnson Amendment, allowing pastors the right to speak their minds at the pulpit. He promoted active forest management. Open and expanded 4 million acres of public lands for hunting and fishing. That's a lot of acres. Yeah. <laughs> he launched the 1776 Commission to promote patriotic education. Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expands the school cho- choice, allowing parents to spend up to $10,000 from a 529 education savings account to cover expenses for K-12 through tuition. At the school of their choice. Because used to be it was only allowed to be used for college, college. education. He yeah. made it so you can use it for K-12. through mm-hmm. Yes. He prohibited the CRT and teaching in federal government, promoted technical education, declared the opi- opioid crisis a, nation- a nationwide public emergency, and he indicted major ch- Chinese drug traffickers for distributing fentanyl in the U.S. for the first time ever. Um, here is a big... Uh oh. What? <laughs> You're looking at I me. I just funny. want to do this for you. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> Give it up for Sean Hannity, folks. Oh, gosh. I'm not done yet. I am not done. Oh, you're not? No, I have some okay. big ones. These are He is the most pro-life president we have ever had in, in our nation. Yes. He's the first president in history to attend the March for Life. He's Isn't that saying something? Yep. Yeah, he supported legislation to end late-term abortions. He reinstated the Mexico City policy, ensuring that taxpayer money is not used to fund abortions globally. He stopped the federal funding of fetal tissue research and declared that there is no international right to abortion. Right. So now you can do the applause, and those are Trump's... That is a brief over... Thank you. Yeah. No, that's Trump. So yeah, thank you. Those are America first policies. American first. Like we, that helps us as people, as middle class citizens of this country. And I don't think that people don't know enough about what he actually did in those four years. Right. The tax cuts. The Well, it's um, easy to forget. Like I said, that is so easy to forget. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about any of that anymore. No. All you hear is Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you and know, so you hear Trump bad on CNN and MSNBC, but then you turn over to Fox and all you hear is uh, how bad Biden is and how, which he's terrible. Yes, he's terrible. But I mean, nobody reminds us of the great things that are that people can do mm-hmm. that, that a president is capable of. Mm-hmm. We're not. I mean, it's easy to forget that. And, you know, the only reason he didn't finish the wall is because the first two years of his term, he was fighting. Uh, rhinos, rhinos and Democrats. All Ryan. Yes. To to actually get it in the first two years, he was fighting in court to get the wall built. Well, but in the first two years, you know, Paul Ryan's reason for not wanting to help Trump is he thought, honestly, Trump was going to get thrown out of office because of all this, quote unquote, Russian collusion. Which is now just a conspiracy. <laughs> well, it's true. There's Russian, Russian collusion, but it had because nothing to do with Republican or Don, Donald Trump. You're absolutely right. You know? No, it was Hillary Clinton and her team that Damn created right. this, quote, conspiracy. Right. <laughs> they actually created the thing. So. You know, we're sitting here talking about abortion mm-hmm. and... Um, I, Generally, I don't think we've ever talked about really abortion very much on the show, right? No, I don't think we have. Well, here we go. We talk about tough shit. This is tough shit. Mm -hmm. I was sent a TikTok by a buddy of mine, uh, graphic, so graphic. Did any of you guys hear about what was found in Washington, D.C. this past week? Mm. So someone, obviously, who has a conscience that works for a waste management company in Washington, D.C., found aborted children um in biohazard boxes and these children were okay there is no age that is permissible in my opinion to abort a child a child a, a human is viable at conception but these weren't even sperm and egg that just met these were looks like look to me like babies that were probably 20, two months from being born 20 weeks to 40 weeks yeah so this person that works for a waste management company uh found five kids of he only found he only turned in five aborted children there were 115 total from what i've read mm. Well, he looked at them and thought, my God, these are human beings way, way past fingernails, eyes, mm-hmm. hair, hair. I, and in this TikTok, it shows them. Mm-hmm. And it is, I had to force myself to watch it. And I didn't want to watch it. I had to force myself to watch it. And the reason is because I never, ever want to forget 
the reason I'm pro-life. Mm-hmm. I never want to forget that these are human beings and the only people, the only people that can defend them are people like me and people like us. That speak about it. That talk, that talk about against it. Against it. And, and you see it. So if you want to see this TikTok live action org, live action org, go to their TikTok page. Is it liveaction.org? No, it's, it's their, okay. their name is live action org. And that's, they got a blue check mark beside their, their TikTok name. So they're okay. verified. Okay. And it is, you want to puke, you want to cry, and you want to kick somebody's ass. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I wanted to do as a female, as a mom, is take that, take those babies. I'll, I'll raise those babies. Yeah, of course. It's awful. It is absolutely awful. But this, this, this in my opinion, saint who has a conscience that works for this trash company picks up these poor children out of the trash from a bio biohazard medical box, sends them to the Washington, D.C. police department who are doing absolutely effing nothing about it. These sick... Okay, watch your mouth, Ryan. These sick people, sick, twisted people. Well, they had in this TikTok a doctor. Go watch this. I encourage you to watch it. It will, it will, solid, it will solidify your resolve... To never see this happen and never compromise on good moral thoughts, good moral life choices. These are one of these medical examiners go pulls this poor child. It's a baby with a hole in the back of its head. And obviously this is the way this child was killed in this abortion. It is disgusting. It's filthy. It is nothing more than you could. You see this hole in the back of the skull of this poor, poor child. This baby girl, it's it's the exact same thing as being shot execution style in Ukraine. It's murder, absolute murder. And anybody that would argue with me about that, you're evil. You are absolutely evil. It's not a woman's a woman's right to no. to refuse their. It's pregnancy. a woman's right to not get pregnant. It's a woman's right to not have sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about rape? That is so small of a percentage of people. Mm-hmm. So small. I mean, absolutely infinitesimal in the number of pregnancies there actually are that get aborted. Mm-hmm. But th- you, anybody that's pro-life, don't eat anything before you watch it. But you need to watch it just so you know this is why we fight. This is why we can't give up. And I guarantee you right now, on our last day, whenever we're looking God in the face, and he says, did you see that? And you said, yes. What did you do about it? Were you pro-choice and just overlooked it and just said, well, here's why it would have been a burden to me. Or did you say, no, that, that person that just got murdered might, had they lived, turned into a doctor that cured cancer. Could have been the next greatest president of where at whatever country on earth could have gave birth to the next Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, you name the athlete. There's so much positive that could come out of that. And nope, she's all gone. I just, I, I, I know right now I am on the right side of God when it comes to abortion. Mm-hmm. And watching that video right there, it, I went to the comments and there were still people arguing it. It's fine. You don't know the circumstances of that woman. I don't freaking have to. No. Yeah. I don't need to know the circumstances of that woman. I, I do know the circumstances of that innocent child. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, you know what what's happening with Planned Parenthood and what's happening, you know, with with Pritzker signing into law about the abortion pill or the day after pill for fourteen year olds. It's all like I said, it's this slow fade to desensitize the children and to say, you know, by the time that they are of <clears throat> they're of age to be sexually active, they they don't really care. It's just what you can do if you have if you're if you get pregnant. You can just have an abortion and get rid of the baby. It's no big deal. Without, no big without your parents knowing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the impacts that it has on a woman. I mean, you and I were just talking about that this morning. What, what mm-hmm. were you saying? Just the psychological issues that women have after that. You, do, you, you don't hear about it. And then if they send you home with an abortion pill, you know, it's, I, I've listened to testimonies of women and what they, their bodies go through and their debt, like they are hovered over for, for days. And until, and then there's a psychological issue of, well, what if I would have kept my baby and been able to raise it? And, you know, they go on through their life and they, they hit their milestones in their life or they get married and they say, well, what if my child would have been here with me? You know, that person, because that, it is a godly thing. It's a spiritual thing. Well, yeah. And that, because it's a real, it's a real thing. (laughs) It's a human baby. You know, okay. So they find out they're pregnant. They go to the doctor. The doctor gives them a birth date, Mm -hmm. an estimated birth date. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then, no, not Planned Parenthood. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. They don't even let you see the heartbeat. Right, right. But for the ones that do, and they find out an estimated birth date, and then they get an abortion, mm-hmm. they never forget that birth date. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even they know that was a real person. Uh, yep. A mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever people ask, I, I, I remember, I will never forget when Tipper Gore Remember Al Gore's wife was asked back whenever Clinton was president, which this is a long time ago. She was asked about abortion. If I could find this sound clip, I might try to find it. But she was asked while somebody was debating her about abortion. Well, Tipper, do you think that the decision for a woman to get an abortion would be easy or hard? And she, without hesitation, said, well, hard. It would be really hard. And all that person said right then, looked right at her and said, why? Mm. There you go. Well, she can't say why, because the second she does, she's a murderer. Mm-hmm. And okay, so now as I say this. This is an extremely hard topic. It, this is a tough one. But I, I, I warned everybody at the outset of this program, we are going to tackle some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. And you might agree with me and you might not. And that's fine. It's fine. If you don't like what you're hearing me say, turn the damn radio off. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen to me. But the fact of the matter is, even for these women who have had an abortion in the past, it goes back to what we were just talking about with religion. God still loves you. Mm-hmm. God still forgives you. Give that guilt that you may have to God. So that you can be free so from it. So that you yeah. can be free from, from it. And just know you can still have beautiful babies mm-hmm. and raise them to be great kids. And maybe one of those kids is going to have the cure to cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging anybody for the path they've taken at all. Never would I, because everybody's got their own path. Sure. And everybody makes horribly stupid decisions. We all have. But the fact of the matter is God still loves you. He forgives you. And as long as you learn from it, that's probably the best thing could ever happen. Mm-hmm. Because if you learn from it and realize your pain that you gave yourself by doing it, just maybe, just maybe, you could be the woman who goes out and talks to another woman that's 
pregnant right now. Contemplating an abortion. And you can mm-hmm. share your story mm-hmm. and just say, listen, I, <laughs> this is my story. This is why I think that you'd be better off just, you know, have the baby, give it up for adoption. You know, there's tons of people on the list waiting for it to adopt a kid, you know. So that is my thought. Live action org on TikTok. If if you want to ever solidify your notion of being in your stand on being pro-life, go watch that. Because I don't see how anybody that's pro-choice could watch that and remain being pro-choice. Yeah. So anyway. That's a tough one. That is. That's a, that, is, that is a tough one. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, goodness. So, uh, <laughs> sounds like the old Wabash County Chamber of Commerce is at it oh, again. We're going to do some local news now, huh? Giving mad props to the uh, Wabash County Health Department. Yeah. Excuse me as I, I back up the tears in my eyes. I have to back them up. It's tough. Yeah, that's, that's a, a tough, tough that's conversation a tough to have. Yep. It's It, it really is. Mm-hmm. Just, want all the babies. And the reason is because they're innocent. <laughs> they're just yeah. they're the epitome of They didn't ask to be put there. The fight for life is real. But they are alive. Yeah. So, but anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so this, yeah, there was a, there was a post on Facebook or something about the, the Wabash County Health Department and the chamber promoting it. <laughs> yeah. Last, last week was health department week or health, health week? week or oh, something. I have no idea. So, um, and, and you know what? They, after I read it, I didn't realize quite all the stuff that the health department did. Well, you know what's they funny? They do do some good stuff. Let me let me ask you this. It's Isn't it funny that they didn't mention anything about vitamin C or vitamin D in their health week? Like, let's stay, oh, no. let's stay healthy and take some vitamins <laughs> or eat healthy food. No, it didn't have anything to do well, with that. Well, see, if, if you do that, they don't need you or you don't need them. Yeah, well, you know? that's true. <laughs> so uh, anyway, on this Facebook post, I thought I'd share with you some of the stuff that the health department does. So, um. In the, it says, uh, the Wabash County Health Department offers a wide variety of services and supports, including, okay, here we go, let's go through them, adult and child immunizations, they demand quarantine of healthy individuals, STD education, <laughs> testing and treatment, they force entire athletic teams to have swabs shoved up their noses without com- parental consent, they do the all-important lice checks, they do substance abuse treatment. They stalk individuals on Facebook and Snapchat in an effort known as contact tracing. (laughs) They hand out septic permits. They do high-risk infancy follow-ups. They threaten adults with law enforcement action if quarantine procedures they are not uh, abided by and they do not isolate. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Uh, They do breastfeeding peer counseling. They have, they have the authority to decide which businesses on Main Street are essential and who are not. They also have the authority to shut down who they deem non-essential and threaten legal action if they remain open. <laughs> uh, they have a milk bank. Uh, they have a foot clinic. They tell the local school district they must go to remote learning and said the school district has no choice. Uh, they do public health emergency preparedness and response. Uh, They tell restaurants how many patrons they can have in their establishment at any given time during a pandemic. They do restaurant, my favorite, they do restaurant inspections, you know, (laughs) checking for rat droppings in (laughs) restaurant kitchens. Uh, They have been known to ruin prom and homecoming for healthy high school students. Oh, so let me get this straight. You can go and check check your, your milk ducts whenever you're breastfeeding and get your septic tank 
checked all in the same place. <laughs> you can get your milk ducts checked while picking up a septic tank permit. <laughs> okay. So it's legal for you to poop. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> they do COVID testing and vaccination. They tell the media a certain school board member should not be on the board, much less question their actions or express his opinion. <clears throat> they do hepatitis B education, immunization, and outreach. What is hepatitis? Isn't that sexually transmitted? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, hell, I don't Did know. Did you know that they immunize, like, infants at day three or one? For, for a sexually transmitted disease? Yeah. What, does, what sense does that make? <laughs> it doesn't. So why are we giving it to them? Yeah, good question. Uh, they support and enforce the mandating of masks for three, four, and five-year-olds. Mm. They do DNA collections. They enforce social distancing among students in the classroom, but not at lunch or after school. This is a good one. They do tobacco prevention and compliance checks. Oh. What the hell is that? I don't know. A tobacco compliance check. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. So, uh, and the number one thing I've decided that they're good at is deflecting blame. <laughs> when people ask questions regarding COVID protocol... They either blame the school superintendent or blame Springfield. Hell, they have nothing to do with it. <laughs> so there you go with all the great things your local health department does mm. for you. Okay. So what did the chamber say about them? Oh, giving them, you know, kudos for being such an outstanding organization. Well, and remember, the Wabash County Chamber of Commerce actually listed them the actual quote. Business. Business of the year of 2021. <laughs> the business of the year. So, uh, let's, which is a joke because it's not a business. Because a business has to turn a profit to stay open. These people yeah. don't. So let's go over some of the uh, numbers here. You want to? Okay, sure. Some of, the, some of the dollar figures. So here is how the Wabash County Health Department gets their money. Through fees. In other words, you come in to take your, bring your child in to get some sort of service or you get some sort of service. They charge you a fee. So I would take Alden in to get um, immunizations at the health department before I knew better before getting them at the actual doctor's office because they were like fraction, like pennies. Sure. Compared to what the doctor's sure. office gave them. So right. th that would be a fee. That would be a fee. Mm -hmm. You paid so much per vaccination for him to get. Okay. So anyway, out of, out of a total budget that I've calculated here at $1.6 million, they bring in 667000 in fees. Uh, state and local grants provide seven hundred eight thousand. County funds are sixty seven thousand. Interest earns, I guess that's just money in the bank that they're drawing interest on seven thousand. Salary reimbursements. I don't know what the hell that is. Eighty nine thousand. Salary reimbursements. Reimbursements. Okay. I don't know who's doing the reimbursing and why. Mm, okay. And then they had one donation. One count them donation of fifty dollars. <laughs> it could have been fifty donations of one dollar. <laughs> It was 50 bucks. Yeah. So in other words, if you want to break down those figures, over half of their money comes from taxpayers. So is that a business? Not from selling a service. Is that a business? That then? doesn't seem to me like a business. What did you, can I share with these people the quote that you gave me this morning after you and I went over these numbers? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So Jess and I were talking about our businesses, which are true real businesses who have to produce a product and sell it for a profit in order to stay in business. Right. Jess just made this comment. She said, wouldn't it be nice to know how much money you're going to make before you even do shit? <laughs> 
I mean, we're talking about, here I am trying to compare it to. So if we take out a loan for a tank truck and we're going to get this tank truck and tank trucks aren't cheap, you know, let's just say they're, I don't know, one is what, how much is a tank truck? What's a That's good figure? 100000 Okay. Let's just say it's $100,000. We go take out a loan for $100,000 because we don't have money in the bank. Like if we don't do good work, we don't get work. Therefore, we can't pay for that truck. Uh, customers, right. we don't have any customers because our work stinks. So therefore we can't pay for the truck that we just got. But, um, we yeah. have to provide a service I, and charge a rate that mm-hmm. our customers can afford. And at the same time, do a job that's good enough that our customers will pay it uh-huh. so that we could take that money, pay it back to the bank and have some leftover for us to eat. Well, not only that, and pay for your workers. And pay the employee. You know what? The Wabash County Health Department is getting a salary reimbursement from somebody. Um, I'm going to give you one guess. It's a taxpayer from somewhere. That's right. A taxpayer from somewhere. We are paying for some sort of salary reimbursement for all of these health departments all around the all around the well, country. If the Ugh. health department, like the, like the Chamber of Commerce says, if the health department is a business, They are the worst (laughs) business on the face of the earth. Their business, they are in the business of shutting down other businesses during a pandemic. So the the chamber goes out and says, well, while they only receive 6% from the county, 6% of their revenue from the county, taxpayer funded, it is so misleading. Yeah. It is not true at all. Absolutely. So the chamber has actually made themselves look really, really silly. (laughs) For sure. Because <laughs> that's not how that's not how it works. And the chamber is supposed to be in the business of like networking business to business versus like government entity. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So I think that whoever's running that Facebook page probably needs to rethink what's going on. Right. And I don't know who that person is personally. I don't know. Well, you, but it just looks really, really dumb when you've got a government, a tax funded entity, and then this this chamber is promoting this shutting ta- down businesses that pay taxes it, it doesn't yeah it's stupid <laughs> it's the silliest thing i've ever seen now, uh, anyways I, but, but listen i mean some of the stuff that i did read there the stuff that i didn't add in <laughs> it's okay you know I, I don't have a problem with them following up with a child that was a result of a high-risk pregnancy and making sure, sure. the kid's okay yeah i don't have a problem with dna testing if it's you know if it's needed to mm-hmm. to for whatever reason. Right. You know, a lot of that stuff I don't care about. I, I definitely am glad they do restaurant inspections because I don't want a rat <laughs> running up on the on the grill of a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I don't think that they've done very many restaurant inspections <laughs> the past year or two. <laughs> there are some questionable restaurants. They've, they've, they, well, and they've been so busy with COVID, you know. Well, sure, sure. So, but, so as mm. I say that, I will give them a little bit of credit. They do do some good stuff. But I am going to be the biggest critic of them when it comes to how they handled this pandemic, which is over, by the way, even though, even though Mm -hmm. they can't, even though the media will not quite let it be over, you know, Fauci, I'm not going to play Fauci's, should I play Fauci's update song? I don't know. Yeah, I think I better. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Fauci update. So here we go. So remember either last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the new strand, BA.2, right? Mm-hmm. 
there's even a newer one. You know why? Because BA.2 didn't stick. Ah. So now there's the new COVID variant, uh, quote unquote, XE. XE. That's How what do the you new one is. That one? It's, it's just two letters. We X, went from e. alpha variant to XE. To like Delta, our- to Omicron, to BA.2, now to XE. You know what the ultimate COVID variant going around right now is? Uh-uh. FU. <laughs> That's true. That is the number one COVID variant circulating in America right now. <laughs> That's true. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, you know what? Don't let anybody fool you at all. The only reason they're bringing up all these random-ass COVID variants is because the 2022 election Mm -hmm. is coming up, and they have to figure out a way to make an excuse for mail-in voting again. Mm -hmm. Why? So they could steal another election. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Yeah, and I honestly think that COVID-19 was actually brought here to steal the election in 2020. Yes. So it was introduced in 2019 and came here, and it it did what it was supposed to do. It did. They passed all these unconstitutional laws for mail-in voting, early voting, and and keeping the polls polls open three to five days after the fact. That's right. uh, Exactly. I think that's why it was here. Not saying that COVID isn't a real thing, because it is. It has a mild respiratory issue, virus type, whatever. But it it is a real thing. It is a real thing. There's no doubt about it. And there's certain people, certain demographic, you do not want to get it. We've discussed that all the time. Have you heard about this Title 42 getting repealed this week? Yes, I have. All right. So I'd say a lot of people have no idea what Title 42 even means. I'm going to tell you right now, it is just another ploy to try to steal the 2022 election. Tell me more. Let me explain. The first thing you need to know is what exactly is Title 42. And it is a completely legal deal. It's a tool in the United States Code which allows the uh, suspension of entry and imports from designated places, in this case Mexico, to prevent the spread of communicable diseases. So that started under Trump. Whenever COVID happened, nobody knew a whole lot about it. Let's keep this shit out of our country. He put in Title 42. So basically what that means is whenever you had a bunch of these immigrants coming across the southern border, Mm -hmm. we instantly shipped them back to where they came from. They didn't go in front of an immigration judge. Nothing. Mm -hmm. We had the authority. No questions asked. Send their asses right back. Okay. Well, the CDC and Joe Biden announced that it will be ending May 23rd, 2022. Right now, there's around 4,000 people a day coming into America across the southern border. 4,000? 4,000 a day. I don't know. I think there's more than that. Okay. The the research I did said 4,000. Okay. It's going to be up. They predict and project it's going to be up to 18,000 come May 24th. How is that? Where are these people going? Well, that's a good question. Oh, so speaking of which. <laughs> I think they got cell phones, too. I think Biden's yeah, giving they, them cell phones. giving them free cell phones, which is a bunch of crap. And the reason they say is so we can track these people where they go. Yeah, because uh, you can't just throw a cell phone away when you walk past a trash can, can you? <laughs> Funny, all these immigrants are right here in the dumpster. <laughs> Funny, that's how they got here. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Okay. But you, what a bunch of crap. So they, they keep trying to bring up all these new variants of COVID, but then they're going to repeal Title 42, which the idea was to keep COVID out of the country. So that, that is, so it's kind of like Biden saying, okay, COVID's basically over, but we need to keep you wearing a mask on a plane. Uh, in New York City, you still have to be vaccinated to have a job, unless, of course, you're an athlete or an actor. What a twitch. That is a whole nother. I don't even think I need to explain to you the common sense associated with how much bullshit that is. <laughs> In other words, if you make so much money or you have a certain level of fame, you don't have to get vaccinated. So if you're the guy that swings the bat for the New York Yankees, 
you don't have to be vaccinated. <laughs> but if you were the person serving the beer and pretzel at the baseball stadium, by God, you better be vaccinated. Mm. F these mm. people. Yeah. Did you hear what Texas Governor Greg Abbott's going to do once this expires? Is he going to ship them off? He's going to charter a whole bunch of buses and start sending all these illegal immigrants who Biden has been sending everywhere in the United States. He's chartering buses, loading them up with these illegals and sending them straight to D.C. Perfect. <laughs> That's where they need to go. That's exactly right. If, I mean, if these damn people in their ivory towers, these elitists mm -hmm. are going to bless the whole world with all these people that are illegals, we don't know what to do with them. Well, they just as well send them to Washington, D.C. so that they can sleep on the front steps of their ivory towers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that is hilarious and is genius at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Now, listen, whenever we are talking about these immigrants, I am all for somebody legally coming to this country. Mm -hmm. I'm all for somebody that wants to come into this country, bring their talents, and make a good life for themselves and their family. I'm not for these people who have nothing but sinister ideas bringing drugs across the border child trafficking you know what that's the thing though i hope governor abbott uh sends all the child traffickers all the drug dealers the fentanyl that's coming across the southern i hope that all ends up in washington dc and just pollutes the hell out of that place unfortunately a lot of the tra child traffickers might be going to members in congress's house mm. <laughs> that's terrible well, we've read reports I mean, that some of these politicians are behind some of this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And the more the more I hear about I'm I'm hearing more and more that um it is a it is a big deep state thing. It is. A deep deep state. Yeah, yeah. this child trafficking stuff. Yes. It's disgusting. It is. Just absolutely disgusting. I mean, yeah. can you Well, and just yesterday I saw a report that like eight kids between the age of, they looked to me like on TV. Now, granted, you couldn't see their faces. They had them blurred out. They had to be between, I'm going to say seven and 12. Yeah. No parents, no adults came across the Rio Grande by themselves. Mm -hmm. See, like right there, my heart breaks for those kids because they're kids. We have to do something for them. We have to take care of them. Uh, we have to find their, well, who knows? Maybe their parents are not in America. They just mm -hmm. sent their kids here for a better life. I don't know. And I, I mean, and that's, here's another thing. Those kids can't vote, not even illegally. Well, anything's possible here, but most likely they're not going to vote. Why are they here? Why? In the, I want to know that story. Yeah. Why are the women and children coming over? Children, not even women, children, minors, uh, yeah. without parents. I, I just don't, I mean, can you imagine? There can only be one reason for it. They are making, somebody's making money off of getting them into the States, in my opinion. I, okay, then, yeah. I, if, if that's the case, I want to know how they're making money by sending minors across the border with no parents. You know, obviously they're minors. They don't have any skill set that's going to be valuable to America yet. Well, and that's the, that's the rumored to have this child trafficking ring. The, the trafficking ring is where the money is. That child is eventually going to end up in some sort of foster system that is some sort of trafficking well, could ring. Be. Could so, be. Yeah, and maybe, so there's I mean, a possibility. You, Who you knows? Can, maybe a parent had this kid. And they knew, uh-oh, this kid might end up in the child trafficking ring. I, maybe they'd be better off just to go across the border by themselves where at least some authorities will get a hold of them. I don't know. I can't then, imagine. I can't, I, I can't imagine, imagine that either. I don't know. I have no idea. That's what, Whenever yeah. I saw that report yesterday, it just it baffled me, and it broke my heart. It makes me wonder, what what do they do with these poor kids? They're kids. They're, yeah. Well, I... They deserve every right that I ever had as a kid. They were the, just born in their own spot. Meh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I know. So, anyway, there's what Title 42 is. That's uh, that's what's going on there. So, when the news says this Title 42 is ending here pretty soon. It that's basically what... means we can't just, without an immigration judge, just send these people back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Now, when they come across, after you give them their phone, they promise they're not going to throw away. <laughs> so, that they can be tracked. Yeah. So, it's a catch and release thing that Trump, like, ended. Uh, right. Yeah. It's similar. yeah. Based, yeah. In a way, yeah. Under the auspices of COVID nineteen. Yeah. 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 So now it's catch him and well, come back after release. Feel like it. Yeah. Come back in a bit. Which sanctuary <laughs> city would you like to go to? Yeah, holy cow! But <laughs> you, you know what though? If if there's people that want to work and they want to become a legal American citizen, I'd hire them in a heartbeat. Yeah. If they want to do a good job, having her and I'd pay them a good wage. Mm-hmm. But you know that's. That's where we're at in America, and the Bidens think we're too damn stupid to uh, pick up on these cell phones and going to track them. We're mm-hmm. really being proactive on on keeping our eyes on them. Yeah. Well, you know, um, with the Biden family, you know what's interesting to me, and I think I only said that word one time today, um, it is interesting that the mainstream media is talking about Hunter Biden's laptop when we all knew, or I knew two years ago this was a solid thing i was looking at what the disgusting things that were on it anyway yeah a and selfie stick taking a picture of his yuck. bunghole yeah yuck it's disgusting anyway, anyway so they uh <laughs> makes me want to throw up <laughs> anyways um so they're now talking about this and how bad hunter biden is in with china and all this other stuff but they are adamant about joe biden not being involved in any of this <laughs> Well, <laughs> which is a I know, joke i know but you it's know it's a joke rush limbaugh predicted that the media would turn on biden at some point mm-hmm. before he died it was december of 20 so he was sick as hell but he predicted because we knew about this laptop back then it's just nobody in the media nobody would report about, about it, it. Yep. would report it twitter and facebook if you said anything about it they 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 banned Take you, you down. took mm-hmm. it down mm-hmm. but anyway rush had some <laughs> He was the cutting edge of societal evolution. He yeah. really was. So, Seeing enough information on the Bidens. Now, to safely say that Biden will serve at the pleasure of Barack Obama. If Obama gives the green light to Democrats to take Biden out, there will be ample evidence that Biden has lied about his knowledge, his family was selling his name and office with his permission, and if that's in fact the case, then there's likely unreported money that will be found. The fake news media will temporarily become hard news media if the decision is made that Biden has to step down. Until that time, They will be covering for Biden. They'll be making excuses for Biden. They'll be ignoring all the negatives. You wait and see. And then watch what happens to their ratings when that happens. (laughs) Mike drop, Rush. Yeah. Dude, so you've been been gone from us for a year and two months. Mm -hmm. But you predicted this was coming. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wonder what it was that made Obama pull this string. Because if you notice, Obama's in the news all the time now. Right now he's in the mainstream? Oh, yeah. All the time. Really? I see him on the news all the time. Not him speaking, like, in a live speech or giving an address to somebody. Mm -hmm. But now the media is always talking about him. What he did. As a president? It started out with he had COVID three or four weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And he's never left the media's uh, crosshairs since. Jeez. 
I just saw him on the news this morning. Okay. Talking about comments that he made. Um, at a at a White House event yeah, or something? Okay. Yeah. It, 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 he's still around. And once again, I, I, I believe, you know, people's asking who's pulling the strings. We know Biden's not making these decisions. I think there's your answer. Obama's and Clinton's, you think? Obama's. I don't the think Obama's? I don't think the Clintons have a whole lot to do. I think the Clintons are almost to be up <laughs> shit creek too. I think the Clintons, the Obamas, and the Bidens are gonna be up that creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, I, I do t- I, I I totally agree. I mean Durham has you got now an indictment on on Hillary Clinton's lawyer in an addition in addition to what they had a few weeks ago. Right. So well, you, you know, I bet you that behind the scenes and the smoke-filled deepest darkest crevices of a basement somewhere in nantucket yeah (laughs) that obama and hillary are on the phone back and forth no you take the blame i'm not taking the blame no no uh you you see you 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 gotta take the blame (laughs) you think so (laughs) i bet you there's a fight going on between the obamas and clintons of who's going to take the fall for all this russia crap for the steel dossier and Durham, I mean, that dude is a freight train right now. Let's not forget, she was just proven, like, her campaign was proven for spying on a sitting president of yep. the United States. Yep, that's what I said. Durham is a freight train right Let's now. not get desensitized to the fact, well, oh, that could just happen. Yeah. Like, that is treason. Yep, for sure. <laughs> so, oh, man. Are we are we doing a long show today, Yeah, huh? it seems like we've been on here a while, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. Yeah, good. So, did S- you hear- Some women get date night. I get podcast morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what were you going to ask me? Did, I always talk a little bit about oil. Uh-huh. Oil is trading right now around 95 bucks. So down probably another four or five bucks from last time we talked. Mm-hmm. I think this still has a lot to do with China being locked down. You do? I think that's ultimately, I don't think it has too much to do with the strategic petroleum reserve uh, getting emptied right now a million barrels a day i I don't think it has a whole lot to do with that i've read i've read article after article that agreed with exactly what i said last week is traders aren't this stupid you Mm -hmm. you, just because you brought a million barrels a day of supply onto the market doesn't mean that we're producing more of what we need what are you going to do in six months whenever this quota is over with Uh, trump filled up those reserves right whenever oil prices went to where it was killing me and you right he was buying it up cheap and which is a smart thing to do smart thing to do it's a smart thing as a country is a great yeah great decision on a national so uh, i think a lot of this oil price stuff is still directly related to Shanghai being locked down. The Chinese, for whatever reason, are taking COVID seriously at this point, <laughs> which is laughable in itself. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm still bullish on oil, and it's not because I produce it. I, I, I still am bullish on oil. We are not doing anything to promote added production. All we are doing is draining existing reserves. So that that is not a recipe to over the long term ease the pain at the pump. When you say bullish, what do you mean by that? I think the prices have still got upward momentum. They they can still go up. You think they will? I could still make a pretty good case that oil will mm-hmm. go back to 120 or 130 bucks in the middle mm-hmm. of the summer. Mm. But here's the other thing. I, I told you guys last week, I'm hearing this word recession starting to get bandied around more and more. Hmm. And by the mockingbird media? Yes. Okay. And I've read it on the Epoch Times and a couple stories. Some people are starting to get worried about this because they really think once interest rates keep going up, because they're going to have to go up. I mean, the only way you're going to curb inflation is to start rising the, raising these interest rates mm-hmm. to make the dollar worth a little bit more. 
that starts happening, it's going to slow down the economy because there won't be as much capital available for everybody from the guy that wants to borrow money to buy a new car to the guy that wants to build a skyscraper in downtown New York or wherever. Mm-hmm. Less money is going to be available. Supply and demand. It's going to become worth more. Hmm. So when less money is available, I mean, it's it's going to bring on a recession or, or at least slow the economy. That Maybe not a recession, but a lot of people are starting to wonder about an economic slowdown, possibly a recession, if that happens uh, every prediction I have is off the board. I, I can't. Economy slows down. If, People don't need gas, diesel. Yeah. Oil. They're not going to be moving. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, Biden's in a catch-22 about that, though. Biden wants high energy prices. It's going to drive it's going to drive people towards windmills and solar and electric Ugh. cars. <laughs> so like he's in a catch 22. He's catching hell from America because uh-huh. people are paying $5 a gallon for diesel, 6 and 7 in some places. But at the same time, he wants that to drive to steer you towards renewable energy. Speaking of renewable energy, did you hear that what Pete Buttigieg that absolute dipshit he is you hear him (laughs) so when you hear this when you hear this it's going to make absolutely no sense and he's like trying to talk all you know he's trying to sound intelligent and uh, the guy has zero credentials to be where he's at so you when you listen to this and then he says all these words you're going to say now what now exactly what So here you go. Well, and that protects us from shortages at at fuel stations. But here's the thing to remember. Even if all of the oil we use in the USA were made in the USA, the price of it is still subject to powers and dynamics outside of the USA, which means that until we achieve a form of energy independence that is based on clean energy created here at home, American citizens will still be vulnerable to wild price hikes like we're seeing right now. Oh, Pete. (laughs) <laughs> it's laughable. Oh, my God, Pete. Even if all the oil we used was produced here in America. Which it was just two years ago. <laughs> three years ago, we were a net exporter. Pete, I hate to tell you, buddy. I hate to tell you this. But when we're a net exporter, we have more damn control of the price of oil <laughs> than anyone else in the world. How do you know that, though? You're not the Department of Energy guy. <laughs> the Secretary I'm a, Department of Because I can energy. do simple <laughs> economics. I, I understand completely supply and demand. Oh. I, I mean, I am a college graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a whole nother show. He's probably got his doctorate in what? Basket underwater weaving? Me? No, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, uh, that's professional how napkin folding is what I'm sure oh. he graduated with. <laughs> okay. A degree in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But if we produced everything we need here in America, yeah, we do have a pretty good handle on how much a barrel oil is going to be worth. Mm-hmm. Now, he, somewhat he is correct. We won't control all of the price, the, all the factors that include making up the price of a barrel oil. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. America is producing all the oil we need and then exporting a whole bunch of it. Then uh, Saudi Arabia, I'm just giving you, I'm just making shit up. Saudi Arabia gets in a huge fight with China. Mm -hmm. And Saudi say, China, we are not sending you any more of our oil. Well, China's got to make that up somewhere. Maybe they're going to buy American oil. But the fact of the matter is, is by Saudi saying we're not selling China any more oil, it took some oil off the market. And if China still wants that oil, they got to make it up somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that, therefore, if you're an American capitalist like I am, you go, oh, yeah, China, you need some we'll oil? We'll sell you some oil. Dude, I got it for you. <laughs> I got the premium. You're going to pay for it, yeah. but I got the oil for you. And I got a premium price. And then the price goes up. <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. This is That'd not that damn hard. 
And, the, and in which case, Saudi Arabia goes, well, shit, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's your, uh, your transportation secretary, Mayor Pete. <laughs> Buttigieg. Uh, yeah. Who was off on paternal leave here, what, for 16, 20 weeks? Yeah. Paternal leave. Cause him That's what and I his, said. Yeah. Paternal, him, yeah. Him and his partner had a, no, they didn't have a kid. No, kid they was, adopted a, a kid. A kid was born who ended up yeah. in their arms. And um, which is great that they adopted. However, the man was sitting in a hospital room, which didn't make any sense to me after the baby was born. That didn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, I didn't get that either. <laughs> like they were in the hospital garb. Yeah, like he had on a hospital like, like he's, gown. <laughs> like, but, but Pete didn't, right? Right. Now, he did. Pete's partner had the hospital garb on, but Pete didn't. So now we know who the man of the relationship is. He was man's feeding. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, breastfeeding. Yeah, I know. I, was I, trying I, to... I wonder if I wonder if uh, the nurse had to come in and teach Pete's husband how to uh, breastfeed. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Remember whenever Alden was born? Oh, I do remember you know, this. That nurse was awesome. She was in there yeah. helping you out, making sure you, as a new mother you fully understood. Because nobody told me what to do. I well, just thought hell. I'd figure it out. And yeah, that's not how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that pregnancy, let me tell you, those doctors at that hospital, um, because I didn't do, we, we opted not to do the genetic testing, which you cannot opt to not do. We, we opted not to take the genetic testing because if it came out that Alden had a uh, infection or had some sort of gene deficiency or whatever he had, um, we were still going to have that baby and raise that baby. And I was believing for a healthy birth anyway, so, or a healthy baby. And since we didn't get that testing, I went to a high risk doctor. There were all kinds of quote issues with my pregnancy, which were at all of my levels were normal. I never showed signs of preeclampsia or anything like that. When I go to this high-risk doctor, they end up telling me that um, there's a 25% chance he's normal, and there's a 75% chance he's got a major issue. The one doctor's appointment I didn't go with you mm-hmm. to because I was working. Yeah. That's what she learned. Yeah. Spray The sprayer burnt down to the ground the day before my that's appointment. Right. That is right. <laughs> and that's why you couldn't go. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. That's, um, so my mom went with me. But anyways, they told me that there was only a 25% chance he would be healthy. And um, because I didn't get this genetic testing that he is he is most likely got Downs or um, cerebral palsy or some other major brain infection. So just basically scared the shit out of us. Um, did. I almost passed out, actually, when I was there. And my mom was like, okay, and so I break down. I call Ryan. My mom takes me over to Cracker Barrel. And Ryan's like, I am so mad at these people. And they actually asked me with my mother sitting there if I would like to terminate my pregnancy. Ugh. I was five or six weeks or five or six months pregnant. That right there pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. See, the people so. that's supposed to be helping life, uh-huh. helping people live. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to terminate the pregnancy because the child might not be perfect? Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's so wrong. It's so surreal to me. And I remember that my ears like ringing and like me getting ready to pass out as they're like telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, holy cow, did she just say what I think she said? Yeah. It's like a dream. Like, holy cow. Yes, she did. And you know what? Um, They sell that stuff on the black market, you know, babies and stuff. And and that's just a terrible thing. But that's a little, I experienced that. That was my experience. What do you mean by that? They sold on, like they harvest the child from you and mm-hmm. sell the placenta sell the baby oh, okay. sell the parts yeah. yep they do the That's fetal disgusting yep they do the fetal research doing that but you um, know what alden was born on july 25th 2018 <laughs> one million percent kicking ass mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And he's never looked back. He was two weeks early, supposedly, and um, they... <laughs> He was eight pounds and thirteen ounces two weeks early, so he was a he was a healthy boy. And they told me, you know, that I just don't know if he's going to be healthy. We've got to check his sugar every such and such because he's a big. And I'm like, stop poking him. If you poke him one more time with the needle, I'm going to come off this bed. Exactly. I'm, I'm yes. leaving. <laughs> so <laughs> I told them where to say I would do things a little bit differently. But yeah, that was my experience. That kind of falls in line with what we've been talking about. Right. <laughs> so. You know, speaking. Okay. So we always want to wrap the show up. We're yeah. getting ready to wrap the show up here. Okay. With something happy. Something that makes you laugh. Yeah. Something that happened last night that cracked me and Jessica completely up. <laughs> so me, Jessica, and Cohen are sitting there talking about, what were we talking about? Something that happened probably in 2016. Oh, it was about Seth and Jenna coming over at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, because Cohen was curious about like where the guns are at in the house. Yes. And he's like, okay, well, are they loaded? Where are they at? You know, be yeah. prepared. Have it's, you ever been in a situation where you need to get the gun out because yeah. you were scared to death in the middle of the night? And Cohen said, has anyone ever broken into your house? <laughs> And I forgot about this story. <laughs> Jess and I were in bed, sound asleep uh-huh. at, it felt like two in the morning. It's probably only midnight. Yeah. Seth and Jenna had been out at a uh, fundra- local fundraiser. I bought some raffle tickets to win something at the fundraiser, although I didn't go. I guess while we were absent from the fundraiser, I won a Yeti cooler. <laughs> and Seth and Jenna and all their brilliance figured it'd be a good idea to bring it out to our house and not only drop it off, like, on the front porch, walk it in the house at midnight <laughs> while we're sound asleep. Because you didn't leave your doors locked at that no, time. No, back back then, I never locked my doors, ever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we hear Seth's uh, low voice. Burly voice. Hello. Hello. Somebody's here. <laughs> of course, it wakes me from a dead sleep, scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I jump out of bed, all bedhead, you know, and everything, and. So we're telling this story. Well, Alden's sitting here on the floor. I mean, he uh-huh. he he's just waiting with bated breath for the next word yeah. to come out of our mouth. You know, just can't wait. He guess he right then he said, mind you, Alden was born in 2018. This happened probably in 2016. Alden said, Where was I at? I said, well, buddy, you weren't born yet. Where was I at? Well, you were in mommy's belly. He kind of looked. <laughs> he, I said, you are in mommy's belly. And what did he say? He said, and when you eat, I get dirty. <laughs> That's what he said. It's kind of cheesy. Exactly. He equated you eating with him getting dirty uh-huh. while he's in your belly. Yep, because like, that, that's where food goes. Yeah, all that food just <laughs> coming down on his head. <laughs> Yeah. So that's our funny happy moment for yeah. this uh, past week, but and he's so in, intrigued with like a baby in a belly. That's just he's just um, it, this is not this is not an announcement of any sort of any kind. No, but, no, no. But no. Um, he just asks questions, so we have these conversations, and this has been his whole. I get oh, there's how are you in there? You know, asking all the interesting <laughs> oh, questions, yeah. the ones that we don't want to answer yet to <laughs> right, a three year old. Right, it's quite so. funny. Well, folks, I think we're gonna call it the good right there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good. I don't I see I'm anything good. to look forward to or I'm going to make any predictions on for the next week, but okay. hard telling what we'll be talking about one week from today. Okay. But regardless, we're so glad you joined us. I'm Ryan. She is Jessica. You were born an American. And don't forget to be one. You know who's still a boy? Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is yeah. still a boy. <laughs> Speaking of, nobody got back with me on the t-shirts. 
If you want a t-shirt, email us. We're so glad you joined us. We'll see you next Friday. Adios, my friends. Have a great weekend.